What up, it's your girl Ruby, and I'm your wife. I really hope you got me something nice for my birthday. Like, especially nice considering it was months ago. Thank you for tuning in to episode 3 of, and I'm so happy I can say the official title of this series, Totally Tubular Transform and Dive Rangers. It's important that you know that totally is spelled with one L. I want to give a warning that I plan to make the top of each episode some quick housekeeping each time we come in. Hopefully under a few minutes, don't want to spend too much time. This is a place for me to discuss any kind of rules changes and discuss the living nature of the system as it is now. So if you're more into the story elements, you might want to skip it. Or who knows, maybe you're interested in that part too. Uh, as has been stated before, this series uses a homebrew system made by me using elements from Powered by the Apocalypse and Powered by the Apocalypse's Monster of the Week especially. If you're at all familiar with those games, you might find elements of this game somewhat familiar. However, I'm guessing plenty of listeners find it odd that we haven't spoken about what classes each character is playing, and for the first arc, that was there to preserve the mystery of what kind of ranger each player becomes. So, let me take a moment to talk about each class, and as we continue going through, I'll probably talk a little bit about the game uh, at the top of each episode, you know, each, well, twice a week, I guess. In Toko the Week are classes, or playbooks as they're known in other Power by the Apocalypse systems, uh, we call them archetypes. John is the veteran, an archetype that's based around the idea of playing an old hero from a previous era. Not long after this episode launches, we'll link on the Twitter a resource document that'll allow everyone to take a peek at archetype sheets and a few other interesting notes and potentially some basic rule sets for it. Uh, you'll find the veteran will be on that sheet, uh, but you won't find Cal and Shanu's archetypes. It's mostly because they're playing archetypes that are even more alpha than our rules right now. Cal is the Sage, an archetype that uses special abilities pretty heavily, as you can likely tell. And Shanu is the Standard, a very simple character that, after a certain point, upgrades to become the Deluxe. Think of it like a mid-season upgrade. I'll be adding in the current alphas for those archetypes potentially down the road. Maybe I'll add them whenever that full rule sheet launches. Uh, but I imagine both of them will see major revisions as they figure out better ideas and what to do with them in time. For now, they'll continue playing with those characters as they pretty much are to preserve a number of integrity for this game, despite the fact that we, we, we will be changing so much as we're playing. That's probably well enough housekeeping for this episode. Let's drop right into the opening of episode three. The 70s taste like pants. There's no way that's right. Many clawed hands toil over the fossilized remains of a mysterious flora. Working diligently to recover what they can from them, mixing with mortar and pestles. The room is a large, cavernous chamber of mud. At the center of a room, surrounded by the chatter of working piranha pirates, is a throne. The throne currently sits empty. But to the side is a shark man with red flesh and a toothy grin, with a booming voice that goes, Oh yeah! The boss will love this! So everyone is gathered up at the bubble dive at the behest of your darling team leader, Reese. I imagine this is going to be like mm, 
closer to like before hours. The bubble dive is open, but it's like way too early for people to be coming in. Maybe there's a few people who are just like, they've ordered something. So y'all are just kind of hanging out next to the bar. Cal is behind the counter doling out drinks. Do we happen to have a sample of one of the drinks? It's John, what drink did you get this evening? Uh, I don't know. What's a, what's a good one on there for John there, Cal? Um, the Denim Dream. That sure. sounds lovely. That sounds that it just sounds like it feels like something Cal or Cal would serve John. Yeah, it sounds sounds can, delicious. Can I can I ask what a <laughs> denim dream has inside of it? And if don't, please don't say denim. <laughs> you don't know the denim dream is clearly just a uh, drink filled with various berries to make it look blue, with a little bit of a white coloring to it. Kind of looks a little rough. Does it have like uh, shredded celery to bring that extra texture in there? Yeah. <laughs> it, it it tastes amazing, but you feel like you're drinking pants. <laughs> okay, can we can we get can we get a voice clip of John saying, mm, "I love the taste of pants." These remind me of the '70s. Tastes just like that. Tagline for this episode, the 70s taste like pants. The 70s taste <laughs> like pants. So I originally was going to name this episode Sing Along. I don't, that's not happening anymore. <laughs> this episode is called The 70s Taste Like Pants. <laughs> so, so let it be known. So, uh, what you have, March, I guess it's going to be March 10th. We're just going to say it's March 10th. March 10th, 1993. Uh, so everyone's gathered up at the bubble dive. Uh, John is drinking his pants bubble tea. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think how that works, and I'm, I, I need to not think about how that works. It just has the appearance of pants. It's, it, I'm just, like, the boba. It's like, <laughs> okay, crap. okay, the boba, though. That's the thing that gets me. It's like, if this is a frappuccino, I could totally see a pants-textured frappuccino. But the boba in it, the boba in it are just, I don't, the logistics of the boba, okay? Those are the buttons. With your, with your fucking denim drink. John's sitting with a denim drink. Reese has ordered uh, a, another drink. What, what, what drink did, did, you, did, uh, did Cal make for Reese? Uh, Reese would have got some, mostly ice with some lemon. That is an official flavor. That's not like just that's you're not describing no, the flavor. Of the, it. the flavor is officially known as mostly ice with some leaven. It's a bit of payback for uh, yesterday's boat. Well, it wouldn't be yesterday. It would have been like last week's. So Reese Reese is having a a wonderful mo- uh, mostly ice with some lemon. Uh, is Shinu snacking on something? Nope. He doesn't eat on the job. Good man. Very good man. Probably doesn't allow Cal either to eat on the job. And well, you get a fifteen. So we're we gonna say this is then like a little, uh, a little fifteen. There's a little sign on the counter says "Be back in fifteen or maybe twenty. Who knows? I feel like the bubble dive would have that kind of fun, like beats working kind of attitude, despite the fact that Shinu is the opposite of that kind of person. It's called PR and marketing. Exactly. He gets it. He gets it. So Ree's sitting down uh, at the bar, looking over at everybody with the sip in their little drink. With the, I imagine they have a little umbrella on the side of there. Uh, looks around and asks everybody, 
So obviously, I'm the hero here. I'm the I'm the leader of the group, as you can tell. Again, nope. number four. I'm just saying, highest number. That means I'm most important. Everyone knows the higher number you are, the more important you are. Nope, works like DefCon. And Reese like pauses for a second, trying to think about what DefCon means, and realizes they've paused way too long. So with that road bump out of the way, I did want to ask though. I feel like we need a base of operations for us to be working out of. A place we can come back to, kick up our feet, and get nice drinks. Not like this one, but like a, a nice one that you could make me sometime, Cal. Like a nice one. You know. Just once. I ask for something that's nice. Cal? That's the feature today, sorry. And Well, I mean, I guess it's fair. This is, this is probably better than the pants drink over there. I don't know, the raspberries are pretty good, Reese. You should try them. No, thank you. Blue's not your color, huh? No. Denim's also not my flavor. It doesn't actually taste like denim. It, you keep telling yourself that, okay? Don't have a cow man over there having everybody, you know, eating your shorts. The mean yellow family. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. It's a very funny joke. I made a funny joke. So, anybody have any suggestions on what kind of a place to be our hangout, potentially? Like an uh, establishment of some kind that we happen to already have a clear person. And Reese is just staring, looking directly at Shinu the whole time with this. You know, just some kind of establishment that maybe someone already owns and we have an in at. And we can also hang out and we can close the restaurant if we need to at any time. Or cafe, even. That'd be interesting if it was like a cafe that also has all sorts of other things, including a medical supervision Shinu's taste. clearly figured out what Reese is hinting at, but he's just letting him go on until he runs out of breath. It, that's gonna, it's gonna be a long time, okay? Because Reese can pay a lot of lip service to his own self, okay? I'm just saying, it could be, you know, some kind of establishment that also has a pawn shop inside of it and a taxidermy and a wedding planning station. Um, At first, I thought you were talking about the Mo, and then I realized you're not talking about the Mo. No, I'm. I'm not. So. I'm, I'm talking about the bubble dye. Should we just make this? Oh our, yeah, that makes a whole lot of yeah, sense. Yeah. No. Should we? Yeah. Should we just make this our 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 base of operations? Our our head. The, the old HQ. I don't know. There is that other uh, establishment that has all those features you mentioned across town. Why don't you go across town? Get go across town right now. Go across town. What's the name of that establishment? You might have to remind me. Do they have actual, like, good bubble teas there? Ones that aren't mostly lemon and mostly ice? Just some lemon and mostly ice. Sorry, some lemon and mostly ice. Do they do they have some ice and mostly lemon in theirs? The good Look, combination? Look, if you don't want me to overcharge you for your drink, go elsewhere. It, that's what I'm asking. Where is the elsewhere, okay? I don't know, look it up in the phone book. And I'll look you up in the phone book. Oh! Reese puts up their hand to, like, John for, like, a high five. John leaves them hanging. Reese does not put down their hand. It, it is staying up. <laughs> so, everybody, I guess we can meet here from now on. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, I, I like that idea. Just gonna leave... John, are you just... Okay, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. Uh, and then Reese awkwardly, like, to his own hand. 
I got it. No, I I got high five by the coolest person in the room right now. How about that? Nice sell five, buddy. Nice sell five. It, it don't Patreon. Oh, also, I I thought it'd be interesting to show you all something real quick. Uh, and Reese presses down on the uh, center part of their watch, and uh, talks directly into it. So what's cool, and there's, like, terrible feedback from the entire room. Like, ev- everybody's watch goes off at the same time, and it's just, like, cacophony. Uh, and everybody, like, retches for a moment and, re- like, oh. lets go of the thing. Okay, we have to we have to fix that. But, hey, if, if we're not all in the same exact room at the same time and it's turned on, uh, they're, like, uh, walkie-talkies. You can talk to uh, anybody if you need it, so... They, they work just like is there animals. any way to mute it just in case like you're in the middle of a crowded area and you don't want people to, to know what's going on? Mm. Hadn't thought about if you didn't want people to hmm. We um hmm. Mm. Wow, Reese not thinking something through. Hey, hey. First time for everything. It wasn't wasn't my I didn't make these, okay. I just, you know. Took credit. It I never said I took credit. I just gave them to y'all, okay? It's that's not taking credit. That's that's giving credit. I gave you the credit of the things. In fact, you all owe me credit now because I gave you the credit from that, and so is that how it works? No, no, it's not. Anyway, they're walkie-talkies, so that's useful, right? We could use that. Right? So did you steal these from somebody? Stealing is a very particular word that I feel like puts a weird basis on me. Because you're a thief. A thief is a particular word that puts a weird basis on me. And I feel like a malcontent. Malcontent is a particular word that puts a weird basis on me. Are you okay with asshole? It. I know what you are, but what am I? How about that? Lucia uh, knocks on the uh, door of the actual like establishment. Hey, um, there's a uh, someone here actually to see uh, Mr. Yong. Um. She, uh, she's, she's, she's waiting outside. She says, um, she wouldn't ever dare step foot inside of the establishment, uh, for fear of her reputation or something like that. So I guess, like, Mr. Yong, if you wanted to go out. Oh, hey, Cal. Yeah. Hello. I stand up and walk out. Uh, as you walk outside, uh, you are then greeted by a woman in an elegant dress. And she's got it slightly hiked up so it's not touching the dirt path of the outside of the bubble dive. And she has got, like, one of those, like, fur, like, lined boas all across and a big floppy hat that has fringe on the side of it. It She looks like she's just, like, two puppies short of a Corella de Ville, okay? Complete with black and white hair that you are almost certainly is just a very bad botched dye job but you can't tell which one's her actual hair color if any of them might actually be. And she's smoking out of a uh, long cigarette holder. As she sees Shinu walk outside, she goes, 
Chinu, darling! It's been so, so long since I've seen you. Come over, give give me a hug. Oh. Reluctantly, Chinu walks over and gives her a hug. She wraps her arms uh, around uh, him uh, in a very non-affectionate, very waspy, I can't get too close because if I show too much love, then that will hurt me in the end kind of hug that's just pat, pat, and then done. And then she's out. Darling, Chanu, Chanu. Oh my goodness. Oh, I love what you've done with the establishment from the outside. It truly does look like what you're intending for it to look like, I presume, on the inside. It, it really does look exactly like a dive, just like your father intended it for. Goodness, Chanu. Oh. You've always had a way with words. It's thank you, thank you. Oh. Did anyone follow Shinu uh, outside to see the commotion, the ruckus? John will stand at the doorway. Not like blocking the doorway, just like hanging out. Cal and I imagine Lucy, he invited Lucia over to the window to like spy on what happened <laughs> to their boss. <laughs> Because this woman is the quietest person known to man, so no one would be able to hear her through windows. <laughs> uh, when uh, she catches a peep of John at the door, uh, she's all like, Shanu, who is your friend, this strapping young lad? Please, you must introduce me. In fact, I'll introduce myself, Shanu. I'm so fantastic at it. I'm... Pleased to meet your acquaintance. I am Magdalene Westmoreland. It is a pleasure to meet you. And who are you, strapping young lad? Name's John Wallace. It's an absolute pleasure to meet. She puts out her hand in like a very dainty way out for you to shake it, but like like just the fingertips. John, John knows how to shake a socialized hand. He was raised in the South. He knows what he's doing. And he does so. And, ooh, in such a striking, fetching grip you have there. Ooh, be still my beating heart. Reese, like, peers off to the side, but, like, then joins Cal and Lucia over at the window. Because Reese is like, if she sees me, I will die. Shinu's been standing there quietly contemplating whether or not he should point out that Reese is in the building. Uh, Magdalene turns back to you. Shanu, Shanu, I'm here for a very important reason. You, of course, of course, you remember my darling husband, Arno? How could I forget? It, such a lovely man. It, he is such a particular kind of person. Reese over at the window is snickering. Yeah, I imagine Callus too. Goodness, Shanu, I, I need your help, me and Arno. We're having quite the trouble, and I assume... You'd have some kind of ancient secret that I could use potentially to help us with this. We we believe that the mansion is haunted. You know, I think I have just the just the thing. And ooh, and what what could that be? What what kind of ancient secret would that be? You wait right here. I will bring it to you. I've got got it inside. Wonderful, darling. I will absolutely wait in here and will not step foot inside. 
Shino at this point walks inside, goes to the uh, the counter where they've got all the ingredients, and just just grabs some like oregano, some Parmesan cheese, just whatever he's got lying around, just puts it onto some cheesecloth, wraps it up, writes some Korean on it, not even any actual <laughs> words, just, just characters. Heads back out. This is very powerful. Be very careful with it. Ooh, how how do I... She refuses to touch it. How do I use it? Just put it in your kitchen. Let it sit there. And and that will... Once it's, once, once it's gone, you'll know it has worked. Ooh. Hmm. Do we have anything a, a quite bit more proactive? I believe we've we've tried all kinds of dream catchers and the nonsense like that. Well, this is the only thing I have with me right now. But maybe if you give us a little bit more time, we can come up with something. This will work for now. Ooh, I will take that from you. Uh, if you could just give me one quick mo- she 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 walks uh over to her car almost stumbling over her uh absolutely enormous heels and she steps on over and she talks to the driver and they just mumble something to each other and the driver steps out and walks on over and they with like a little like huff and and he he He's a short man with a driving cap on, and he's got, like, a handlebar mustache, and he's just, like, little, like, eh. He just grabs the the the, the cheesecloth full of stuff and says, What does that say? You know exactly what it says. You know your boss. Just put it on the counter. Your Her cleaning staff will clean it up. She'll be done in a couple days. You know her. Okay. Just walks back on over to the thing. She she steps on back and says, Thank you so much, but I do look forward to seeing you at the mansion. I simply must have you there. We've we've renovated it six times since you've last been. I was there two months ago. Exactly! We've really got it this time, at least until the next time. I'll see if I can free up some stuff in my schedule. You know, I'm a busy man. Please do! She she starts hobbling back on over, almost breaking her ankle with the way she's walking in the like gravel uh, pavement of the bubble dive. Reese, when you look over at the window, like as you look back, like like is laughing until like you make eye contact. And I think Lucia, Reese, and Cal all, as soon as like like eye contact's made, they all just like duck out of view. Yeah. Cal's just like, did did she actually buy that bullshit? <laughs> like, did she like believe that shit? Reese looks over at you and is like, honestly, like, probably did. She, um, let's just put it this way. Whoever said that there's any kind of social Darwinism when it comes to wealth, they're a fucking idiot. So imagine Shinu is walking back on the inside of the apartment, or the inside of the bubble dive. Yeah, as he walks through the door, he uh, just kind of sighs to himself and goes, Why does she always take the back path? There is a frickin' paved path to the door. Oh, you know as well as I do. She doesn't want to be seen coming through the normal way or any way in which someone can see her associating with any establishment. So what she needs you for? Ghosts. 
care to elaborate? <laughs> Didn't ask her questions. You know, I gave her some bullshit and asked her to go away. Okay, okay. Hear me out, though. Last week, we literally fought a ghost pirate. Perchance... Uh, we're gonna have to go to her party, aren't we? I think we're gonna have to. Hey, Cal, wanna see how the other half get to live? Uh, as long as you provide- as long as you provide the clothing. Lucia raises her hand. Hey, hey, can I not? Can I- can I stay here and man the bubble dive and not have to go? Please, please, please? You don't want to eat $5,000 caviar? If I want to eat fish eggs, the river outside has a bunch of them, and they look just as gross. They aren't platinum coated. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it worse or not. I don't either. <laughs> I wonder if I could get the most some more money. I think they would enjoy that. Who do you think already paid for the most? There's like three families yeah. in town and like the Westmorelands own half of it. That's true. Let's see if you can't get a wing named after yourself, you know? Who knows? I'm just saying. Her and Arno have a strained relationship and she does seem like a woman who has needs. Who knows? You might be able to get yourself something real fancy and nice if you take one for the team. Hey. Yeah, I would never cheat on Henri and if you imply that again. Right. You're you are you are you're married, and that's an important thing to you. Um, I respect that. No, you don't. It sh well, I am the leader. And as the leader, I think we should all go to that party that she's doing, because I'm just saying, if not her, there's gotta be someone else who... Or also, also ghosts. We should also... it For the ghosts. We should do it to stop potential ghosts we all on the same page that we we have a serious as as uh superheroes as as the uh totastically terrific um dive men um totally tubular dive rangers that as that okay we Wait, no, totally tubular transforming dive rangers yeah that's... yeah that's what i said so you get it you get it right john okay we have, a, we have an obligation to go to every shindig in town. Meanwhile, Cal has walked out of the room as well. Cal gets it. Cal's already getting ready, okay? Hey, uh, Shin, can you cover the kid's tux? He's probably going to need one. You know I have a particular style, John. I think Reese is much more equipped for uh, helping Cal out with finding proper attire for this shindig. Oh, I meant like you fit in the bill. That's that's like. Oh no, no, I I can I can fit Cal in a fantastic dress. I have I have quite a few of them. They'd be really over the really intercom. Good. You hear a voice over the intercom. No dresses. <laughs> How we feel about pantsuits? I'm gonna be wearing a pantsuit. I want you all to know. Okay, no, I'm kidding. Pantsuits are very very. You know, I don't want to walk in there looking like Hillary Clinton. That's a relevant joke for this era, right? That's relevant? I guess. I don't I don't know. He was elected in 92, right? Yeah, 92 Pretty years sure old. He was. So, uh everyone then I imagine's uh going out. Let's actually describe what the getting ready montage is for this uh shindig of a party that's about to happen. Uh John goes to his house, gets out his nicest tuxedo. 
It's like worn down, worn down at the shoulders or at the elbows and stuff. John's tuxedo. Yeah, is it is it just like perfectly? It's probably not worn down at all. He doesn't wear it that often. Henri looks over at you as you're uh, getting ready. <sighs> My goodness, John, it's been quite some time since I last saw you wear that. Couldn't have been the wedding, was it? You, I, I could have sworn I've seen you in it since then. Uh, we probably went to a few mo parties where we dressed up. When we get the time, at the very least. That's true. Well, you enjoy uh, the party. Um, I'm not heartbroken that I can't go to one of those famous Westmoreland uh, parties. Do you, uh, you want to come with me? Because I really God, don't want to no. go alone. God, no. <laughs> you you could not make me. You, I will die first before, before I go to another one of these. Uh, absolutely. I... I don't have to raise money for the hospital. So you got to go and be on your own on this one. Okay. Uh, it, it, if I didn't want to go when it was just rich people, why would I want to be there with rich peoples and ghosts? I don't know. The ghost part might make it more entertaining. It, chances are, if the, if the ghost is about to kill a bunch of rich people, I'm probably going to root for the ghost. Yeah, that, I had, that thought had crossed my mind, but you know. Gotta save everyone, even if you don't like them. But, but do you? Yes. Henri uh, comes over and uh, fixes your uh, bow tie, because John is utterly helpless at actually trying to get it tied himself. Yeah, he was, he, he actually thought about getting one of those uh, clip-on bow ties, but she told him no. And she specifically was all like, John, they're going to tell it's a clip-on. And as she's filming with it, she says, it might have been easier if we got a clip on. Yeah, but then, you know, we wouldn't get to be as close as we are now if it was just a clip on. I think there's other reasons why we get so close. It's fine. He just smiles. She gives John a uh, soft little peck on the cheek and says, now go out there and root for that ghost, okay? I will do my best. As uh, he's walking out, she, like, pats his butt a little bit. Skedaddle! What is Shinu going to be wearing this evening? At least a couple thousand dollars worth of suit. Paint a picture with, with your, like, like, paint a picture in my mind's eye. What does it look like? You're asking the man with no fashion sense to describe fashion from when he was a child. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Let's see. Let's see you try and do. Get sooty. It is very sooty. Uh, I'm I'm imagining a scarf with it, like one of those kind of shawl, like yes. silk, uh, white scarves with there. But I'm also imagining, obviously, an eye patch. And no, I'm imagining one of those white shawl kind of scarves that go across the neck and is down almost to the waist. Imagine a little pocket square, but a pocket square that's actually a slight gold color. And there's actually like gold cuff around the wrist with a perfectly pressed white suit and it's just it is just perfectly onyx it is the darkest suit color you've ever seen and it just sparkles just a little bit okay yeah that's exactly what i was picturing in my head fantastic and i imagine john has like a 50 dollar top like i imagine it's it is it is a it is a cheap 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 looking tux he he would he wouldn't he would he wouldn't cheap out on the tux. Uh, okay, sorry, sorry. It's not a $50 tux. 
It's a $200 tux, okay? He he looks like he's... It does not look like he's about getting ready to go to prom. It looks like he has been called to be one of the groomsmen at his cousin's wedding. And it's like three weeks notice. And he's like, I guess. Why are you hurting John like Because I don't feel like John's the kind of person who's going to slap down $1,000 on a tux. That just doesn't ring true to me. He's not, but he's gonna buy. He's he's gonna spend expensive. He's gonna buy the uh, a good. He's gonna buy a good tux one time, and he's gonna wear it for the rest of his life to any important functions. As opposed to Shinu, who will have five or six of these identical, super expensive suits in his closet. Right, John will buy one suit. He'll buy a Sunday suit, and he'll buy one tuxedo with expensive shoes, so that he can wear. An expensive tux, one time, like a few times, uh, you know, throughout his life. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, what is Cal gonna show up looking like then? So uh, I imagine there's like a montage of Cal getting thrown random pieces of clothing. He like comes out of the changing. Oh room my god! It's terrible. It's, it's Cal and Lucia. They go on a shopping visit looking for uh, stuff to find <laughs> because uh, Cal first went to Reese and Reese was like, "Listen, okay, you've got nearly a foot height on me, Cal, and your shoulders are about twice the size of my body. There's like no way anything I have will fit you. Like even the baggiest suit that Reese has would just look like mm-hmm. Fat Man a little coat." Not to say Cal's a fat man, but it's buff man in a little coat, okay? That's what it's going to look like. Yeah. And so with a quick uh, second glance at that, that's whenever Lucia is like, hey. She volunteers. She 100%. She's all like, Cal has zero sense of style, zero sense of grace. We have to find out, okay, who's Miss United States. We have to find out, okay, Something that's going to work for him that says, I am not too poor to be at this party. Yeah, and it's like all, all these scenes of Cal like opening up the curtains and it's like terrible. Just like terrible fashion on him just because Lucia wants to laugh. And Lucia literally has him dress up like uh, he is going to... Uh, fuck, what's the name of that? He gets dressed up like, uh, Doctor Who once. Oh my god, yes. No, he gets dressed up like Doctor Who. There's a... Turtleneck and... Oh my god, yes. Turtleneck. Several different incarnations of the Doctor. (laughs) In fact, it's all just, like, different, like, 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 it's literally, you go through different iterations of the Doctor. Uh, you you first walk Mm -hmm. out and you look in, like, Sylvester McCoy, and then you walk out and you look just like Colin Baker, and then you walk out and you look just like Peter Davidson, uh, and then you walk out and you look just like uh, Tom Baker. And each time she's just all like, oh my god, it's better than the last. Uh, when you walk out as Peter Davidson, she's all like, give me a second. She has a little piece of celery and she clips it to the side of your uh, lapel. Now that makes the outfit. And like, Cal has no idea what any of this is because Cal does not spend his weekdays watching public access television. No. I imagine there's like one time he puts on like a bright orange suit. And everyone's like, oh, it looks good on you, but nope. <laughs> and so what is ultimately the, the look that he's going to to go with? I think he ends up with like a like a beige type suit just because he's younger, but beige, uh, black shirt, some nice, nice tie or bow tie or whatever. He looks entirely uncomfortable in it at all times. 
It looks good on him, but he doesn't feel like it looks good on it, him. It's tight and it's restrictive, and it is it is it is a very you can tell that this is a big man inside of a tuxedo, and if he if he flexes even for a second, he's just going to Bruce Banner that shit. Yeah, he prefers his uh loose shirts and baggy uh pants and surf surf shorts and stuff. I could see that. And the whole time, whenever, uh, which yet, uh, Cal finally puts it on, Lucia looks over, it's just like, oh my god, that looks terrible. But we're out of time. You need to be there already. So, how about this? I'll charge up that suit on the company charge card, you go and enjoy that party, and don't get eaten by a ghost. I'll, uh... Make sure that doesn't happen. So she goes, she just like gives like a, a, a dumb little like wave, like take care. So John and Cal arrive and I imagine they meet up with uh, Shinu as well. Yeah, who's just giving the keys, getting the keys or giving the keys to the valet. And uh, right behind John, who who's also waiting for that. I'm going to say John and Cal, you know, keys give it to the valet and the valet says, oh, you, you're so very kind of me to allow to drive such a gorgeous car, uh, which the valet says to uh, to Shinu, but then looks over at John's car is all like, I'll take it. Would you like it back in one piece or just drop it off at the impact? John's not going to respond. Just He tips him well, but he's not going to respond. You generally tip them after you pick up your car. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> No, 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 John tips him immediately, to which point the person goes, oh, why, thank you. And just, like, pockets it right there, like, you can tell that they're, like, definitely going to charge you another tip. Yep. At least they won't wreck his car. That's what you get when you don't know tipping conventions, John. No one ever said he did. And then as uh, y'all are about to be ushered inside of the building, that is actually whenever you hear a motorcycle come up right on the curb and, like, literally park, like, right next to the entryway. And just, like, literally just, like, kickstand out, park down. And you see Reese get off. And Reese is in a pencil-thin, like, almost skin-tight, black, backless dress with gold heels and like a little clutch to the side they have like hair extensions like down to like their waist at this point and it's all just like filtered through their their front so like the back is just completely open they take off their helmet and they swirl their hair and put the helmet right back on the side of the motorcycle looks over and says dress is freezing i'd like to get inside i understand it is not that cold I drove 15 minutes and did not bring a jacket. Seems like a dumb idea there, Reese. Seems like you have a $50 tux on, John. Cal, you look fine. Okay, sure. I, could, I couldn't tell myself, so thanks. Reese just, like, walks in right past Shinu. Like, doesn't even say anything. So they all walk inside. They're immediately greeted by Magdalene. Hello again, Shinu, darling! Shinu, please, let me give you a hug. Of course. She comes yeah. over and gives that same, just two pats, and then she's out. And of course you remember my 
darling husband Arno. Arno is literally like right at the top of the stairs with like a pipe and like a smoking jacket and is not look like he is in any way, shape or form ready for the party. Is he even wearing pants? He is wearing pants, but you can almost see that they are like so strained to be on. Okay. It's they they are they are like striped pajama pants. It's he is just very clearly, I want to go to sleep. This is way past my bedtime of 3 p.m. And he grimaces at the top of the stairs and walks in. He'll be joining us in the parlor soon enough. Once he can get ready. Uh, I believe you remember my good butler here. The butler comes over and shakes your hand. Why, how do you do? I believe that is the common folk greeting. Cal just says, hey there. I believe I've not been introduced to you. I'm the house warden, the the operator of all this industry through here. I am Levette Levette. I'm Cal. Nice to meet you. Absolutely charmed that you could join us. Magdalene is so pleased to have you here. Yes, I know exactly who you are, Clark. Uh, Cal, like, like half bows, like, uh, is that what I'm supposed to do? Oh, <laughs> she's not even looking at you. She's like just taking a long drag. Did, oh, um, did, could, could you have him re like uh, re-say his name? I, I don't think I heard it very well. I'm happy to introduce myself to you. You must be the Jack I've heard so much about. Yes, that's what I said. John. I am Levette Levitt. All right, Levitt Levitt, got it. Levitt Levitt. Levitt Levitt. You're very, very close. Levitt Levitt. Levitt Levitt? It's, it's, it's almost there. Levitt Levitt. Levitt Levitt, got it. My good man, I'm going to save you some trouble. He will never get I, it. It's preposterous with a name like Sean. I... And to tell me that my name is is difficult. He's not sophisticated like you are, my friend. Oh, I'm glad there's someone that understands me, another of my kind through here. Ooh, Shanu, Shanu. Simply, you must avoid the parlor for a quick moment as you and your troop of people. I don't believe I've gotten the nice young lady's name. Reese nods and refuses to say anything. Oh, you know, this is John's cousin, Reese Hilda. I <laughs> I do not know. I am charmed to meet you. Reese continues to just like nod. I believe the, the sack that you left with us was doing fantastically. I have not seen a, a single odd happenstance anywhere near the kitchen. However, the pantry seems to still be affected, as well as the rest of the residents. If you could help us up through the stairs, I, I, I do in fact have a few things I'd like you to look over. Of course. Anything for you. Wonderful, Shinu, darling. I'm just so, so happy you could be here. Reese is just like, hey, can I bounce and go to the party? Uh, if you all want to go up through the stairs. It, I, as, I mean, team leader should follow, obviously. Magdalene and anyone who's not team leader should be able to jump out of the side and not have to 
do that, right? That makes sense, right? Unless at this point, Shinu speaks up. We're we're having good luck today. John's cousin, expert ghost hunter. Reese like puts like their hand right in their palm. She leads the uh, entire party up through the stairs. It takes you about 10 minutes to get all the way up because they're like spiral and ringed and also they're so far apart and they're just that big and it's that opulent of a place. It's more like 10 seconds to get up the stairs. About how big is this mansion? This mansion is the third largest mansion in the United States. Can we say it's bigger than the bubble dive? It's a mansion. It's bigger than the bubble dive. I cannot say 100% that it is bigger than the bubble dive. But I can say it's big. It it imagine it is the size of a Walmart. So as she's leading you up to the stairs, she's all like, through these chambers, we've had all sorts of odd happenings cross through here. Oh, Arno, simply you must show them the the tragedies that have befallen through these rooms while I entertain our guests. Woe is me. I wish I wish I could be leading them through the adventures we've had with ghosts rather than interacting with the social upper class. Arno looks over and is just gives like a grimace like, mm. so, uh, so the wife uh, believes that there's, uh, there's ghosts around here. Personally, I think she's just a little bored. Yeah, it's probably just the wind. Just the wind? You are good. I tell you, I hadn't thought of just the wind. It... Give me a second. It... Levette! Levette! Did we ever think it might have potentially been the wind? Why, yes, sir. We did think about... Of course we thought about that! Just the wind. How much are we paying all of you? You're telling me it's just the wind? You're not paying us. It, you're damn right I'm not. Yeah. Arno, we've known each other for years. You, you, you dare call me by my Christian name in front of the commoners? Yes. I am Mr. Westmoreland to you, and to the rest of you, I'm just Mr. Well, the number one place we've had all sorts of weird happenstances across through here is right in the main chambers, if you would, my, uh, my offices complex. So down through the hall through here. In fact, actually, over through here, th this, this is my artifact room. It's where I keep all of my expensive artifacts that I've found from all sorts of places. You know, all things... European, the other ones, all sorts of different places that I've seen people go to, and they come back and they bring me things, and I hang them up in here. There is clearly a Gumpla model of the RX-78-2 that he has just painted a really rusty color and has told him it is an ancient idol. It's what I love about Shinu, because he doesn't ask me questions like, is it the wind? Levette, come in here and laugh with me with the, is it the wind? Levette walks through. 
Yes, of course. And he takes you through this whole room. Over through here, here's the, here's the prize of my collection. Right through here is... And it's like a pedestal right in the center of the room. It's got a spotlight on top of it. And it's a little stone that sparkles. And as it sparkles across, uh, you can actually, if you get close enough to it, you can actually hear it almost sing. Yes, yes, you get, you get very close down in there. And you can hear it like a wonderful little sound. Well, I could hear it at some point. Levette tells me he can hear it. It's gorgeous to think about that you could you could hear it. Can you can you hear it? I can hear the rock. Please tell me if you can hear it. See? What does the rock say? Uh, when you get closer, you can't hear any words in particular, but you just hear a, a voice on the inside just singing a soft, soft tune. It, it almost has the effect of when you put a conch shell up to your ear and you're just like like you hear the ocean you're hearing this just soft soft tune um question the last episode Zayla was able to talk in john's head is that a still a thing yes does Zayla recognize the tune Selao, uh, you can hear him inside your head. John! This sounds gorgeous! What? Where did you... What kind of stone do you think this is? Don't know, Selao. I was hoping you might know. No, I have not a clue! Mm. What are you talking to? You're just kind of talking out loud to nobody in particular. It's very conspicuous. Oh. That would, John would have been speaking in his head. Like, it, John, I can't hear you when you're thinking. <laughs> I, I'm not a mind reader. <laughs> I thought Selah had access to all of John's thoughts and whatnot. No, his memories. You, it hasn't become a memory yet. I can't just know what you're thinking. You have to actually say it, John. That would be crazy. All that I'd want you to do is just make certain my collection is all okay. It also, I guess, catch a ghost. He just trails off. Like, literally, like, just, like, as in the middle as he just, like, walks away from everybody else. Well, I believe I'll escort all of you to where uh, you need to be in order to perform your... Rituals, I believe the young lady is the one who uh, knows how to perform the, the rituals to, to do the, th the thing. Yes, she's definitely the one to handle it. But you know what? She does not need my help. So if, could you show me to the party? Of course, of course. You, you will be attending alone, correct? Cause... Oh yes, they're all her helpers. Oh, have... That makes everything so much easier. I don't have to be rude to anybody. Of course, we of higher class hate to be rude. Uh, and Levette, like, as, like, that he's walking by and, like, down the hall, uh, snaps his finger, like, come, come. Janu follows. So, who wants to go burn this house down? Oh, definitely. No, I'd like to burn everything Okay, here. cool. Uh, 
right. So. I've I've been dreaming of burning this place down since I was a little child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh so we're gonna snap that gunplay in half. And we're gonna take the stone, and then we're gonna burn the house down, and then it's gonna be all okay. You do seem like the person who would be a, a pyrotechnic. Just saying, if we burn the house down, that does get rid of the the ghost solution. I mean, exactly. I mean, Are we all on board with this. Would would anyone mind? I mean, we'd probably murder a few people in here, but they're like rich, so like that doesn't count, right? No, no, we will. Um, we'll get everybody out. And everybody, but we will burn down all we'll, their assets. All their assets. We'll 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 get everybody out. Wink, wink. I mean, there's only so many people that can get out at one time. I'm assuming they'll they'll run over each other, and whatever happens, happens. How many people are at this party? Probably a couple hundred. So whenever you get down into the actual uh, parlor room, uh, parlor room is filled with about maybe ten, fifteen people altogether around in a circle there are uh, a few servants walking in and out like waiters with little hors d'oeuvres but like no one's eating them because like it's uncouth it's uncouth to to eat little hot dog weenies in fact they're mostly like laughing at them because they're like the most ridiculous kind of hors d'oeuvres you can have like they're little like hot dog weenies and like french fries and it's all like oh I love this theme of the party. Poor. I assume there's a bubble tea on one of the trays. And there absolutely is a bubble tea on the tray. Oh, Shanu, darling, you simply must try the bubble tea. It's absolutely a riot to laugh at. Oh, I couldn't. I, I ate before I came. A bad choice on my part. Of course, of course, you're a terrible form as always, Shanu, but you're a darling to have around. And she just like walks um, away from you as much as Under his breath, he, Shanu goes, I hate these people with a passion. As soon as you say that, uh, there's actually someone who slinks up kind of next to you. She is in a bright, just beautifully white, pencil-thin skirt with a slit right down the uh, side completely armless that has a choker that goes up pretty much the entire top of her neck and dark raven colored hair she stands right next to you how much would you give to have this place all burned to the ground you got five bucks okay i'll see i'll see how much i have inside my clutch have anything that can break a hundred she doesn't actually try to even open up her uh, purse with her. So how do you happen to have the misfortune of knowing uh, Richie Rich's annoying, terrible step-godmother? Oh, I guess you don't know. I'm Shinu Yong. Shinu Yong. <laughs> uh, funny enough, I think I've heard quite a bit about you. So then you can see exactly why I got an invite to this most lovely evening. I can imagine. Nico Argyris, she extends a hand to you, uh, a, a true, like, firm handshake, kind of salt of the earth. She returns the handshake in kind. Pleasure to meet you. Absolute pleasure to meet you as well. You're the only person within about 30 years of my age here, and so I was hoping that you'd actually be pretty cool. Well, there's some ghost hunters upstairs. Is that a saying? Or is that... No, no, she, she literally hired some ghost hunters. 
for the wind? Yeah, for the wind. I mean, I guess if that's one way to... And in the middle of her sentence, the entire room just completely shorts out. Completely black across. How much would have bet that was a fuse that cut? And then immediately the entire occupants of the room start screaming. From upstairs, as uh, all of you are walking around a little aimlessly trying to just, at this point, find the ghost, you all hear screams coming from downstairs. What do you do? Uh, Shinu's got it. We're, we still have light in the area we're at, right? Yeah. Is that stone doing anything? Uh, that stone is currently just still, if you get close to it, you can hear it sing, and that's currently all that it's going to be doing. Uh, John tosses it to Reese. Reese, like, takes the stone, like, like, why? There are alarms. Why? <laughs> why? Go downstairs to go and oh. we'll notice. The ghost did it. it... <laughs> Reese, like, puts it, like, right in the cleavage of his dress. Uh, Kyle's going to look over at the banister. Does he see anything, like, wrong downstairs? Uh, you actually see uh, Levette Levette actually start going down into the the room down there as uh, people are screaming and still hearing just like murmurs now rather than full on screams. What do you think's happening down there? Gonna guess it's probably a fuse. Or ghosts. Maybe there are actually ghosts in this house. I would say that the rich people probably buried it. We, we fought a ghost pirate. Like, why are, why are we all not willing to actually entertain the idea that ghosts are real and we've confirmed it? We've, we have oh, confirmed no, just... that ghosts are in fact real. Like, like, John, I'm just... what did you used to I'm... do? Have, you've, surely you've seen a ghost before. Like... I'm just slightly annoyed at these people, so maybe it is clouding my judgment. It, I guess, fair enough. Uh, okay, yeah, ghosts are real. Let's be honest, they're they're real. We fought ghost pirates. I have dealt with ghosts before. Ghosts are real. They're probably not the craziest thing I've seen. If I had to take a guess, either there's an actual ghost causing problems or something else is happening, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. So we want to leave the rich people downstairs in the dark? Exactly. And we're going to search up here for... For something that's causing the issue. Maybe they'll accidentally set themselves on fire. We can only hope. John, if I can get you to roll courage for me real quick. Courage? If you could roll courage for me. Plus uno. Oh, got a six. Okay. Uh, With a six, uh, you have very, very terrible luck. What's this I hear about my alarm going off on my priceless singing stone? I don't know. There was a, there was a a weird disturbance and fire cut out for a sec. Arno uh, walks over to the uh, the room. Did any of you see where it went? It's completely gone. What is the three of you nope. standing here? And you didn't see yeah. where it went. No, because you know ghosts. Ghosts. You're the ghost hunters. We were actually just about to track it down. Would you like to join us, Arno? Absolutely, I would love to, except I'm going to go sleep instead. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> he walks away. You hear him on the other side as he, like, walks out from the side. You hear uh, him dial. Boom, boom, boom. Hello, police. I believe I have 
four ruffians stealing things from me inside my building. Could you please send some officers over here? I'm very rich. He's like maybe five feet away from you when he's making this call. <laughs> and then he like locks the door on the other side. To try to lock us in here? No, no like to lock himself into the room. Oh. Reese like turns over. That doesn't sound particularly good. Meh. Nico has held on to Shinu's arm. So I'm holding onto your arm. I want you to not think it's anything in particular. Just, you know. No, no, I get it. Let's go out. Rich people scream. It's scary stuff. You have to make it weird, don't you? The lights begin to just flicker throughout the room. And like in the flicker, you can actually see fewer and fewer guests suddenly in the chamber. Hey, um. Yeah. Uh, we may want to uh, change this from kill me, I don't want to be here, to let's get out of here before something kills me. <laughs> I believe that's a monkey paw situation. Uh, we want to go hit for that door? Yes, yes, we do. Okay, uh, I want you to roll <laughs> courage for me. I got an eight. Okay, uh, with an eight, you're going to run up to that door and you are going to hit yourself on the head uh, right as you try to actually head towards where you think the door is. As you try to open it up, you are going to hit yourself on the hit head yet again. So I want you to take two harm Holy. for hitting your head twice. Door is tricky. Nico pats your face like, it's fine. As you uh, open up through the door, the hallway has blinking lights that are starting to like fade in and out. And on the other side, you actually do see the, uh, the front entryway door is completely open. What do you do? This seems far too convenient. I look around to see if there's any other uh, doors around. Um, the only thing you can see is the hallway is a straight shot forward uh, to the front entryway. And then at the front entryway, there is the halls to the left and right. And then stairways, uh, which are the two stairways to the side that are flanking the entryway that then lead over into the main hallway that everyone else is in. Wait, so I didn't see the entryway open when I looked down? You did not see it in, uh, open at the time. It is now open if you are looking back through that way. Yeah, I assumed I was just looking down and then looked back at uh, Arno, Arno when he was talking. When Arno was talking, it was not currently open. Okay. Now, at this point, Shinu's thinking to himself, "It's this is the dumbest idea, but I gotta get, gotta get her out of here. I'm gonna go through that front door. Okay. So you're just going to run as far through the front door as you possibly can? Yep. Okay. As you run forward, I want you to roll for me that good old wits. Five. Uh, as you get close, you do not notice any sort of weirdness right up until you get smacked right in the face with an invisible wall. But, like, when you do hit that invisible wall, like, you actually see the front entryway just wiggle. Like, the entire front entryway, like, that entire wall section just wiggles up and down and back and forth after you hit it. Like, it's made of jello. Almost, pretty much. Nico uh, looks down at you like, hey, you're uh, hitting your face a lot there. Before, it was kind of funny because it was against stuff that you probably could have seen. This, um, 
she pokes the invisible entryway and again it just kind of wiggles as uh as she pokes it as upon further inspection she notices it has like absolutely no depth it is almost like uh in looney tunes whenever they like paint something on a wall yeah this is uh not great little concerning just a little bit gotta tell you uh as far as dreams go could be a lot worse my teeth could be falling out yeah but would you really want to be dreaming about this party i didn't say it was like a great dream i'm just saying could be worse shinu just starts trying to find some wood to knock on around you there is definitely some like highly polished oak okay shinu knocks on that reese looks over at uh cal and john so um police are being called on us why did you do that, John? We can discuss it later. I don't know. I'd like to discuss it now. Away from Arno. And I don't, I don't know how much it matters anymore. That's true. So I'm just saying, cut our losses well, maybe, run, hope that it actually was the wind and that this stone is worth something on the black market. See, I think the stone is what the ghost is here to get. Not a bad hypothesis. We take the stone, ghost comes to us, ghost kills us for the stone, we're all dead. But we solve the ghost problem. Either way around. We the ghost comes to us, we kill the ghost. Well then, you wanna just like kinda sit crisscross applesauce and wait for uh either the cops or the ghosts to get us first? Nah. Let's go see if we can't get Shin. Alright then, let's uh try going down the banister. I imagine Cal starts down first because he's the nearest. Uh, Cal, roll wits. Yay. Ten. Okay, with a ten, you, as you're about to go down the banister, you immediately stop right before you see the kind of invisible jello. John, roll wits. I didn't see the kid stop. I'm going to say you both were rushing pretty far. John doesn't rush in anything. He's not meticulous. He just doesn't rush. Five. Yeah, yeah, John definitely didn't notice that the kid stopped for a second. John goes head first right into the uh which at the jello wall and just bounces against it. Reese, on the other hand, goes to actually instead of going down either of the stairs, John tried to go down the left stairs, Cal uh tried to go down the right one. Reese goes right towards the center and actually jumps through the opening of the railing, like right down into the foyer. He doesn't hit a jello wall? They don't hit a jello wall? They do not hit a jello wall. Oh. Reese looks up after they uh, land down. Y'all coming or or what? And then Reese looks over uh, immediately forward and sees on the other side of a jello wall two people. Those people look like I don't know. Like, I, I was trying to think of a clever way of saying, like, <laughs> like Reese looks over and just immediately sees uh, Nico and uh, Shinu just hanging out right on the other side. Kyle's going to attempt to jump the railing after, after Reese. Okay. Roll that courage. Nine. Why do y'all hate John? Okay, this is such bullshit. So yeah, with that one, you try to jump over the uh, like railing, and you just faceplant right on the ground. 
With a nine, I think you land, but like you're like it just doesn't look cool. You land and you're okay. You just look really lame, dude. I don't do a cool roll or anything. I just land, like stumble a bit. Like like you land and then you stumble and you fall on your butt and it just looks really embarrassing. Like you just embarrassed yourself right in front of Nico. And then John face plants, so it's okay. <laughs> no one noticed. <laughs> hey, it's damn hard to jump in this stupid suit. And then upon standing up, he slips again. Yeah, I hate suits. And I, I recommended a dress. Okay, look at look at how free form yeah. I'm currently like running. Okay, and it's it's gorgeous on me too. Okay, I'm just saying. Hey Shin, uh, you wouldn't happen to be behind a jelly wall that you can't get out, can you? You cannot hear him through the jelly wall, but you can hear him through the t- uh, walkie talkies. Is he using the walkie talkie? <laughs> I would say no, he doesn't. Like at the start, he doesn't, and then when like <laughs> Shin doesn't say anything back, he he does. Whenever you do it, and you're right next to like Reese and uh, Cal. There's like the buzz that goes through the walkie-talkies across, and just buzzes for a second until like Reese takes a few steps away from John. And what does John say on the uh, walkie-talkie? Oh, the same thing he just he said before. Uh, hey, you're you trapped behind a jello wall that you can't get through. Shin responds back, pressing the, the button on his walkie. Yep. Hmm. Nico presses the button down and says, Hey, so uh, are you the professional ghost hunters? No. Yeah, I can tell you're not professional. Good, because weren't trying to be. Hey, Shin. Who's that with you? Better company than Cal and John have. Ahaha. Ahaha. Uh, <laughs> me and Cal and John were thinking we really only could like we could work really well as a three person troop and just why don't we just all you know head on out and take care without you uh, so Cal looks towards that entryway is there does he see Jell there too does he like, see who that open there? entryway because he like does he see that weird like jelloey no depth wall yeah, no, Cal definitely sees that wall, like, on the other side of the... Like, the w- like the wall that is separating Shinu and Nico from, like, the foyer is, like, right at the edge of the, of the overhead of the, like, stairs, like, of the hallway that is, like, being flanked by the stairs. And you do look forward and you see, like, the entryway completely open. Yeah, I was asking, like, if the same... It's the same stuff that blocked me from going on the banisters, blocking me from walking outside. Oh no! If you if you look outside through there, you cannot tell currently from your position. But if you actually like want to go over and test, you can. I'm gonna go over and poke the entryway. Uh, you poke just thin air. It looks like we can leave. Reese gets back on the uh, walkie. Did say we could leave. I'm I'm just saying. How much do we really need a you know, backseat team leader? <sighs> Says the vice leader. Uh, which at Nico uh, gets on the thing. Hey, Reese. Can you stop being an asshole for like 10 seconds? Help us out? Why don't you? For old time's sake. Reese is just standing there silently. Reese, let's... Alright, we gotta figure out what's causing this and get rid of it. I'm tired of being in this mansion. Wait a minute. How come we aren't hearing anybody else? Wait. Should you press this down his button? When the lights first went off, as they flickered back on, the room slowly was emptying. Damn it, as long as- why didn't he need Arno? That'd been nice. We press down their wrist again. Hey, um, that sounds pretty odd, wouldn't you say? To have a ghost be eaten? 
So, okay. I have an odd idea. Let's actually go outside, the three of us, and we'll see if we can't come back here for a second. Should... Okay. Should one of us stay, like, in the doorway just in case? John will stay in the doorway. Me and Cal, I guess, will head outside and actually fight a bad guy, I guess. No, you, John, you stay here. What, what would we need with an old fogey like you, anyway? Okay, I was... I, never mind. I get what you're saying now. Let's go. Reese uh, starts jumping out towards, like, the courtyard. Like, right across from whenever the uh, valet parking was, like, in front of the uh, mansion. As Reese is walking away, uh, you can hear a sound at the very, very edge of the end of the hallway leading to the uh, parlor. Oh, like, from, like, directly behind us, basically? Directly from behind uh, Shinya Niku. In complete darkness, you can't actually see what's making the sound, but it is just moving towards you. Does Cal hear this sound, or no? Cal doesn't. Okay. If 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 you joined uh, John and Reese over there, you don't even hear that it's happening. Okay, yeah, I, I jumped outside with Reese, so... So I uh, push her behind me while saying, Alright, I'm going to show you something cool, but you got to be very quiet in the future. Is this really the time for you to be doing that? I mean... I think so. So I'm going to roll to transform. Okay, roll that chroma. Oh, I failed hard. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like you're trying to undo your belt buckle. I'm going to try again. Eight. Okay, with an eight, you feel a uh, green water rush all around you. As you close your eyes, you can feel yourself surrounded in a light green ocean that is turbulent and thrashing you around you feel yourself being smashed against rock you feel the power that you have that you called upon is so much weaker than you felt it before but as you open your eyes you see through the mask through the helmet of the goby fish okay nico behind you sees your magical transformation looks over at your outfit and says oh Thank you for tuning in to episode 3 of Totally Tubular Transform and Dive Ranger. The music during the teaser was Children's Songs, Children's Song Number 3 by Aisha Duo. The opening music was Open Secret by Sheena Ringo. The music from The Singing Stone was Requiem by The Thrill off the Blue Sub Number 6 soundtrack. The ending music that you're listening to right now is Face by The Luyas. This episode went up kinda late on Tuesday, but still counts as Tuesday. It wasn't past midnight. It probably didn't hit feeds until Wednesday, though. Super sorry for that. I hope to release episodes earlier than that in the future, and if you're listening from the future, hey, can you take me there? Because it's pretty garbage living in May of 2020. Next episode releases on Thursday the 28th. That one I hope to have up by noon Eastern time. No promises. We should also be up on Apple Podcasts soon. Look out for that. Hope everyone is staying safe out there. I'm so thrilled for everyone to be listening to this silly podcast. Thank you all so much for any of your time at all. Priceless singing stone. (coughs) 
Oh god, that's hurting my throat. <laughs> the curse between the voice. I'm gonna say like helicopter view, blah 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 blah. I'm gonna re-record this at some point, so it's fine. That's right, I'm implying that schools are prisons. It's true, fight me. Starting to turn into like a character from South Park. Just more and more of a character every sentence I give. My favorite thing was when Ted Danson did blackface. Why don't people today do blackface anymore? Whatever happened to blackface? By the way, whatever happened to blackface? The worst TV <laughs> show ever. <laughs> no. Is that an actual no. TV show? God, no! Okay. <laughs> I, I thought it might be because, you know, the <laughs> US has some pretty terrible TV shows. They're terrible, so, but they're not know. that overtly terrible. <laughs> I would Google that. But I do not want that <laughs> oh. in my search history. <laughs> Sorry, my roommate just sent me a message saying, We have neighbors. <laughs> Next to us, do you really want to be doing that bit? And I'm like... John's social security number is... <laughs> John doesn't know that off the top of his head. There's no way. But, but Salo knows. How? 